That still freaks me out. That's Lindsay's <laughs> voice, by the way. She, in case anybody's wondering, we are here. I wasn't even as loud as I can go. If I go like this, it's louder. Yeah, but well, don't do that. That yeah, was loud. Let's, let's, let's not, I'm pretty sure Bob would appreciate you not going there. That's Who's right, Bob? Who's Bob? That is Bob Wills, CEO of. Intro yourself, Bob. Let him know. Let him know. PMX Events. Wow. PMX Events. And Celebrity Fan Fest. Celebrity Fan whoop Fest. Whoop. That, that is huge. And you came out of nowhere, Bob. When I say you came out of nowhere, now don't get me wrong. I know you were grinding for years. You were doing your production thing. You probably had an awesome background to build with and hours and hours that nobody's ever going to know about or see. But you came out of nowhere, Bob. It was, it. Was ex- it was exciting to see you just... Open the door. I'm here. This is what I'm doing. Well, Enjoy I came out kids. of my mother first. So that <laughs> is that where you started? Yes, that's where it all started. Well, I started there too, but my mother. Yes. <laughs> I was it's say, interesting. We both started out the same way. Yeah, we right? did. Wow. <laughs> humble beginnings. Humble yes, beginnings. Humble beginnings. So, how did PMX come together as a company, and what is PMX Events? Well, we have multiple companies. We've got the PM Group, which is an at-large ad agency. Uh, Quarter Moon Productions, we have Noisy Trumpet, Digital and Public Relations. Uh, have you ever heard of a thing called the Book of Free? It's, mm-hmm. it's like the entertainment book, you get all these savings. So we've got that company. And then, you know, for about the last five years, been uh, studying the whole Comic-Con industry. We wanted to have an events company. Because, you know, we live today in what's called the experiential economy. And people like experiences. And it's really kind of interesting. Um, there's a, not to sound too intellectual, mm-hmm. but Harvard describes the experiential har- economy with a birthday cake. You see, when an oven first came along in the early 1900s, yeah. then they started this thing where moms were making bacon birthday cakes. That was phase one. Then the next phase came along, and bakeries said, hey, mom, we can make you a bigger, more glorious diabetes diabetes inducing <laughs> with all this frosting with extra packed sugar yeah, just shoved yeah. in there and so the birthday cake went from mom's cooking at home to the bakery then along came that little mouse chuck e cheese oh. and chucky e. said hey mom bring your party to us you got nothing to clean up and we'll give you the cake for free so the birthday cake is a great example of how of the evolution of the experience. Evolution. Yeah. And now, funny you mentioned Chuck E. Cheese. Here we go. A, just add inside. children. You're in, that's what we are. Yeah. It's a just add children. It's a birthday party. Venue. Plug. Right. Self plug. So, plug. <laughs> we don't provide the cake, but we just provide the venue. But no, you're right about an experiential economy, especially when everything is so... On our phone, we can get anything on our phone. We want TV, it's on our phone. We want music, it's on our phone. But an experience like the one you're providing, you can't deliver that in a digital medium. It's something you have to be in person. That's why live concerts are still a thing. That's why people still go to the movies to watch cinema. They're just talking about, I think she has a Rocky Horror event she wants to go to. Or it's the Margarita Pour Off, or it's Beer Fest, or it's River City Music Festival. People like getting out, you know, back in the 80s when um, 
they invented the VCR. Mm-hmm. People said, movie theaters will be out of business in five years. <laughs> yeah. You know, didn't happen. Yeah. The VCR is gone. Uh, but the movie theaters <laughs> are bigger, better. People still like to get out and mingle amongst other people. Yeah. We're very social. Not only that, I think people underestimate the value of not having to cook dinner. Yes. <laughs> and watch the dishes afterwards. Well, for yeah. me, go, like if we're talking about movies, it's mm-hmm. not about dinner. But for me, it's the experience. I think, I, well, for you, but I think that's why Draft House yeah. has exploded. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's, that's why true. Casablanca is now yeah. serving food. Almost Rigo's every movie theater is serving food now, it, and they've got the recliner. It went from snacks, yeah, yeah to an at-home. They try to simulate the at-home experience. People pay without. triple what they would pay anywhere else for snacks for in a, a movie recliner. theater yeah, without even recliner, thinking. Twenty bucks. Yeah. There you go yeah. for an eight-dollar movie ticket. Yeah. Twenty dollars, and then you had to pay for food on or top. Or go of to that. a Spurs game, and you could buy a twenty-four pack for right. You, you'll yeah. pay for a beer or endless right. popcorn. Yeah, right. Endless popcorn's always good. That's what being a parent. Bottomless popcorn and bottomless drinks are fine with me at games. I'll take them to a game, buy them a tub of bottomless popcorn, a couple bottomless sodas to share. You're good, man. It's a good value. The yeah. Spurs are awesome with their. Alamo Draft House does the bottomless soda and mm-hmm. popcorn. And popcorn. Yeah. yeah. And they give you a big old bowl, too. And they give you props. And they come and refill it for you, so you don't have to leave the theater. That's right. Look, we're we're plugging Alamo, too. The next thing theaters are going to do are add toilets to your seat. Oh, like urinals. I'm just going to bring a urinal from work. Right? It's going to be like a medical toilet attached to your seat, and all of them are going to have plumbing that go into one central sewage. I'm on this show, and now we're going to talk about potty humor. The P in PMX. <laughs> PMX stands yes. for convenience and potties, kids. Right. Yeah, not, no, not yeah, not. definitely. This show takes tons of left turns. It does. Yes, yeah, I, it, I it's not that. gonna. It's not your traditional. You're gonna have an experience to get your geek on. I know you're gonna be on next week. They're good friends of ours. You're gonna have a radio friendly experience, hey, an guys. FCC friendly experience with a script, and it's real cool. They're nice guys here. They come planned. We, we throw. Yeah, they come planned, prepared. We get the spaghetti. We throw the shit against the wall, and we're like, hey, it's stuck. Yeah. yeah, and then you hit gold. There you go. But it's sometimes we talk about that. the stuff that fell too. Yeah, sometimes we talk about the stuff that collected at the bottom because people want to hear it all. Um, now, but your question, sp- yeah. was how did this all come about? Yeah, right. the PMX events. Well, you know, as you can tell, I'm a few years older than all of you. Just, Just a, a smidge. smidge. Anyways, when I was growing up, I had an army locker at the foot of my bed. And it was filled with all the original DC, Superman, Batman, uh, de- they called it Detective. De- yeah, so Detective I Comics. Had, I had all those. And then I went off to college, and I threw millions of dollars away. Ooh. You know, oh, like you one of my threw brothers it said, away? You're going to college. Why don't you start acting like a college kid? And I th- probably threw away two, three, four million dollars because I kept them in Mint. Oh. <laughs> and I look back at that. It's just a box of junk. Why don't you throw it out, Bobby? Yeah. Is that well, the speech you got? <laughs> you remember what um, was Harrison Ford? Uh, what was his character's name in uh, Raiders of Lost Ark? Indiana Jones? Yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indiana. The whole yeah, series is yeah, called Indiana Jones. <laughs> What's his name in that one movie yeah. in that series? He said there, he says, you could take a Timex watch and you bury it it's a $10 watch. You bury it in the desert for 500 years, and it's worth millions of dollars. Yep. That's very true. Yep. 
That's very true. Bear and your iPhone, people. Bear your iPhone. I dare you. <laughs> Technology operates very differently, and you, we were I'm talking about this, I'm trying to get this, people Bob. to go off their phones. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get them back on. Like, get into your phones. It's a great thing that's happening. Get off of it. It's revolutionary. Um, but to Bob, so we were talking about how fast technology changes. Now, certain things gain value. Technology decreases immediately. As far as you get your phone, it's obsolete next year. You know, I, it's, iPhone. It's, it's planned obsolescence. Oh, yeah, that it That's is. That's how they make oh, money. What a cool word. Yeah, it is. Well, just like just like cars. Cool they could make a car that runs forever. There's no money in a car that runs forever. You well, need something that needs an oil replacement, air filter to be changed. Those are small issues that you could make a permanent solution for, but then you get no money. Well, when the Pentium chip first came out, we were all <laughs> excited about that. Pentium 1. They already had Pentium 4. Okay? I yeah. Was, I was at a Pepsi Frito-Lay conference mm-hmm. about 15 years ago in Chicago when all of a sudden carbs, oh, it got to reduce the carbs. And they said there's only three carbs per serving. They already had it at one carb per serving. <laughs> but they said, I said, why do you do that? And they said, we need product news. we mm. got to have something. Now it's only two carbs per serving. Now it's only one carb. I mean, maybe gotcha. they maybe they have rolled gold pretzels now that are minus four carbs. Wouldn't that be cool? You gain carbs this, back this, in the bank. This pretzel with cheese on it is is negative 500 calories. I eat so many. <laughs> but can you name a food you eat? Broccoli. That has negative calories. Broccoli. Cucumber. Mm. Cucumber, no, but broccoli is yeah, negative. Yeah, cucumber is a negative calorie. It's it very up. low calorie. It takes Hal- more to eat jalapenos. it than it does to have it. Jalapenos, jalapenos are negative as well. calories. Are they really? The capsaicin elevates your metabolism, so you burn more eating a jalapeno than you ingest with the hmm. caloric amount. Can you name the only food you eat that has zero nutritional value and your body never digests it? High fructose corn syrup. Zero nutritional value, mimic sugar, never gets processed like sugar. Gum. No, but digestive. I mean, um, it comes out the other end. Corn. Oh, oh, oh. Corn. No. No, no, no. I just look at my poop. Mm. Fiber. Just kidding, I do too. Fiber in general goes <laughs> through the body. Type, a food type, not a category. Corn. Yeah. <laughs> said, did somebody say corn? We both did. Maybe because it looks so similar on the way out. You got us, Bob. You got us stumped. What is it? Pepper. Pepper? Pepper just, just dragged through your system. Hmm. Your body does not digest. So it's just it. a flavor. No, it it's actually a food, but your body can't digest it's it. It's not built to break it down. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting as heck. Another interesting Wait, food fact. I need to fact check you. What? The top negative calorie foods on their food list. Oh, we mean, didn't say means, top. We just we just said no. Okay. She wants to prove. No, I need to prove him wrong. She needs to say that so, cucumber is negative. So this means that they're extremely low in calories. Load your plate with these delicious ne- negative calorie foods because it takes more to to eat them than it does that you eat. Celery, berries, grapefruit, carrots, tomatoes. Grapefruit surprising. That's cucumbers. Watermelon and apples. Does it have the amount of negative calories a cucumber is, and why? Well, it's not going to that. <laughs> that's oh no, we can get mad. No, but I'm saying now. that's like we got some things we need to. Add. <laughs> it does, <laughs> like, actually. Let's not go yes, too far do. off of. Yeah, it very does. true. Yeah. That's a little too far down the rabbit it's hole. It's one thing if it's just us, but we have a guest, so let's, yeah, uh, let's back to the PMS. Let's events. get back to that. Well, <laughs> our audience Did is you used say to the PMS diaper. or PMS. PMX. PMX. There you go. <laughs> no PMS for at I least nine months. I just needed to prove him wrong because other times he proves me wrong. 
and it's, you know it it's comes already, back in my comments how c- there's a big wall there you could have a scoreboard up there we should we should, we should totally have a scoreboard. tally it up i would win bob always thinking presentation i like it so pmx events came together from all these mul- different companies the marketing the pr well you know i'm a i'm an entrepreneur by design mm-hmm. so you think about things and we have a lot of businesses that are b2b yeah and i really wanted to create something in the b2c, B2C. but over the last four years, I've gone to so many Comic-Cons. You know, I've got these giant books of everyone we go to. We collect everything, every picture we take, we print it out, pick all the samples. I mean, this year went to 13 Comic-Cons. Jeez. Damn. And, and <clears throat> we, were, we were originally going to announce this sooner, Celebrity Fan Fest. Yeah. But when the San Diego lawsuit happened where they sued Salt Lake City... And the California favoring judge said they own the name Comic Con, and so they caught they found them in uh, awarded damages to San Diego. It was nothing really, just no. twenty thousand no. dollars. But they awarded them four million dollars in legal fees. So that has sent a kind of a shock wave throughout the community. The, throughout the community, and of course, it's going to be appealed to the, the higher level and. It's probably going to get thrown out if it goes to a federal court, not in the state of California, because they didn't protect it for all those years. And Comic-Con is like toilet paper. Yeah. Kleenex, mm-hmm. tissue, a Xerox. I mean, you, hey, can you go make me a Xerox of this? Even though Xerox is a brand, but, you know. Band-Aids. Band-Aids, yes, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what it is. But we didn't want to. We didn't want to have to pay out $4 million in legal fees in case <laughs> somebody found another jurisdiction where they won. So we went back and we had to re-register um, our names with the state. And we've registered multiple names. And Celebrity Fan Fest was one of them. But Celebrity Fan Fest is not your typical Comic-Con. It's a, it's kind of, we call it a boutique. Because we're only going to have about six to 7,000 people each day. We have a big convention hall. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's broken down into three rooms. There's the vendor village, there's the autographs and photographs, and then we have a big theater for the seats a thousand people. And then we've got an outer area. Because we're trying to give people, you know, a lot of experiences in, in stage presentations. It's really kind of a launching pad that next year, Celebrity Fan Fest, maybe Celebrity Movie Con or Fandemonium X, we're going to bring a big event. Now, I'll tell you, Apple has done a good job with Alamo City. They it's one of the best attended Comic Cons in the country. It's you know yeah. top six, top eight, you know, somewhere in there. But you know, the Comic Con business is and I don't want to say it's stale, but it's it's not reinventing itself. Yeah. You know, how you know you look at how cars are improving or you you went from, you know, iPad one to iPad Pro Pro <laughs> and one twenty seven you know, whatever <laughs> we talk about this planned obsolescence, but how do you do something a little bit better? Now, a little taste of this is that as we negotiated the contract with um, Mr. Momoa, mm. Aquaman. Mm. She had an experience. We met him in Austin, and she had a unique experience. He was yes. very hands-on and v- awesome guy to meet. Awesome yes, meet. yes. Well, we, we had a picture with him in Philadelphia at Wizard World back mm-hmm. in April, and some of my friends and clients are looking at him. He's standing there. We had it was it was a trio shot. We had we had Cyborg, Ray Fisher, we had Ezra Miller, the Flash, and we had Jason over here. And so there was like one celebrity 
on, we were like the Oreos in the middle of the three. <laughs> and Jason's got his one hand on my wife Peggy's shoulder, and nobody knows where the other hand is. And so he, her smiles ear to ear, I oh. bet. Ear to ear. Yes. Well, while we're in this, I'll, I'll pull up that photo. Heck yeah. And I'll share should that I, with you. She's gonna, yeah, Lindsay's going to pull up hers. And I, he, mean, I feel like we tell this story every podcast. We have to because it was so good. We go in to meet him, and you're on a time crunch. They're five to ten seconds per photo. It's understandable. There's thousands of people waiting. But he went the extra mile to try to make every photo unique. If you had a specific pose you wanted or you wanted him to stand a certain way, he was open to it. Lindsay comes in in her Darth Raki queen warrior half There's outfit. no such thing as a Darth Raki queen. It's called a Khaleesi. Fine. She comes in as a Khaleesi just looking amazing. Breathtakingly great. And then Momoa takes one look at her and hit yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he grabs her into an embrace where he has his arm around her neck, grabbing her shoulder. He okay. leans in. Well, that's one photo. Oh, that's cool. That's one photo with Peggy. She's happy but, as it can be. Oh, no, right no, 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 no. Gotta, it gets no, happier? Yeah, it gets happier. <laughs> the progression of her smile. Yeah, that was the first day yeah. that we were there. And um, now there's the photo. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. The, the show camera. it to the camera right there. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I only see one of Momoa's hands, guys. <laughs> I only see one hand. Ezra Miller, what is he? Ezra Miller he looks sh- shocked. He, he looks shocked like he knows or? where the other hand is. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> does this guy know what's going on? <laughs> his, his, her husband's right there, Jason. Yes. Well, is. that's what he did. He got her in that position, grabbed her, leaned nice. in, and then... He, got he growled ear. directly into her ear. Her face was like, <laughs> "Oh!" They had to clean up after. She was uh, her. Well, I was after he's Aquaman, and when he went, "Er," he probably spit all over. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Slobber, I, like, you know? I felt drool. his whiskers on my ear. Like that's how close this man's lips were to my face. Yeah. Well, the best picture of the year, though, probably had to be from Comic Palooza this year. Did you see the Tom Holland with those three girls that came in? They went worldwide. They mm-hmm. did a picture. I'll look it up mm-hmm. right now. They did, yeah, look it up. Best picture. These girls were smart. They brought, th- remember, Comic Palooza was the Memorial Day. Yeah, in Houston. Okay, in Houston. Yeah. And three weeks earlier, the Avengers came out. And what happens at the end of the movie? They <laughs> no. all got died, turned it to dirt. These girls came with a baggie. And it says, Spider-Man's oh. Remains. <laughs> Look at that. It says Spider-Man's Remains on it. <laughs> and <laughs> that went worldwide. Look at Tom Holland's face. And then the girls are, like, so proud. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, 13-year-olds. And, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you look at it. Somewhere there's things that's, like, tens of millions of views. Yeah. And, and the virality nature is amazing, man. Which is why this little podcast that can is just pumping out content because you never know what's going to hit. You never know what's going to hit. So the best bet is to just pump out the content and something's going to catch. It's going to take off and your brand is going to the next level, which is we never thought we would get you in here. We've been trying to get other CEOs of cons for a while and for political reasons that we were discussing beforehand. You don't know how. So I want to go into that question. Did When you were making Celebrity Fan Fest and you were getting vendors and spreading the word around town, did you have any trouble 
getting vendors like some of the large comic book stores like Heroes and Fantasies, Wizard World, um, things of that nature. Did you have any trouble having them? Or are they even included as one of your vendors? Well, you know, I can't answer. I know we have some comic book stores here locally. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to have 500 booths, you yeah. know, like a big con. Um, I think it's somewhere around 80 or 100. And there's things in a lot of different areas because we are this more boutique type um, event. What we really struggled with in the beginning is, like you said, is, wow, these guys came out of nowhere. People didn't believe it. I mean... Even when people were calling the Marriott and sa- and they said um, and some of the people they wanted at the to hotel, verify the event was going on. yeah they wanted to verify and then they'd get Susie the operator and she said no I don't know anything about it so they said well then it's not real and then um, on rate rate this Comic Con there was a big debate if this was really going to happen they thought and, it was a prank they were and, pranking everybody oh and they were just being you know in denial that. Nobody comes out with a Comic-Con. Who comes out with A-listers on their first con, Bob? Exactly. What is exactly. wrong with you? And you got Jason Momoa. You're breaking mold, sir. That's not fair to well. everyone else. Because <laughs> <laughs> in business, you're supposed to play fair. That sounds like about 20 years ago when the little mom and shop stores were complaining about Walmart. You know, I says, remember that. Hey, you're going to put us out of business. And, and but, now big bad Amazon. Yeah, but people wanted to buy things cheaper. And why do you pay $10 for something and you can get it for $1.98? And it's the same product. Yep. And that's kind of the, the way the economy evolves, that there's winners and losers, and it just continues to you get better You either adapt and better or you go the way of... Yeah, it's, it's adapt or die. And so from a Comic-Con perspective, I didn't want to take five, seven years to get to a certain level, even three or four. Yeah. So, you know, we worked, started working diligently, and... We looked at a date somewhere in this range that was going to be before Aquaman came out. Because you really got to look at what's happening. DC has never launched a superhero movie for at Christmas. No. This is the first time ever. Yep. To how much confidence do they have in this new character? <laughs> and the director. The director's taking it. They gave him freedom to go a whole different direction, it seems. Completely different from the dark tone that we got of the old movies. This one's bright vibrant, huge special effect sequences. It's like a cruise ship. You see all there is. <laughs> right? Beautiful ocean. Exactly. And it's also, all blue and bright. Usually Star Wars dominates Christmas yeah. movies. And there's no Star Wars movie this year. So yeah. that's why... They were very you know, strategic. It has that open for it. a movie. Yeah, but they could have... They could have rolled out a Wonder Woman at mm-hmm. Christmas yeah. and probably would totally dominate. Which it got delayed. But, yes. It's sad. It's very mm-hmm. sad. Um, you look at all the movies have been delayed, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, oh, I'm going to start, that's start his, that's filming in 2021. That's his favorite. The controversies and the delays canceled. are... It's horrible. As fans, we're ready for more. You would think fatigue would set in at a certain point, but no, we're just like at the plate waiting for Aquaman. We're waiting for Mar- Captain Marvel. Like, we can't get enough of this stuff. As long as they keep it fresh, like you said, we're good to go. Yeah. So we got this date from Momoa's people. And then, now that we said, all right, we got a major star, mm-hmm. we had to find a facility. Couldn't get into this place, couldn't get into this place. And, you know, we were deciding if we were going to have it. We even considered having it at Fiesta, Texas. Oh, nice. With all their Whoa. venues out there. Because yeah, they got all those DC characters yeah. out there already. Yeah. Superman and yeah. Batman, Coaster, that was, that and the Wonder Woman. Nice move. So, yeah, it would have. 
anyway, so there's a lot of things, but unfortunately there ended up being a big corporate event there on that same weekend. So, anyways, we, we're very fortunate. To land the This Marriott. is going to be the nicest Comic-Con that you're not going to walk it's on concrete <laughs> floors. It's going to be They're beautifully <laughs> comfortable. Carpeted, carpeted floors. And nice surroundings. And so, anyways. And you can just stay there overnight. <laughs> To stay upstairs. You'll have to take out a small loan, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but so we have all this, and so we had Momoa, we mm-hmm. had a place, but I didn't have Ben Affleck yet. That was massive, dude. You led with a big. Jason Momoa is a big star. Has a movie coming out. He's huge, and he's like the DJ. eye of every girl's apple right exactly. now. Exactly, and it, he's, he's dominating Instagram. That's why he's as yeah. relevant as he is because he hasn't had a whole lot of movies out. But he's on Instagram daily. And that is where the stars are going from B to A-list. Which is why Ninja can get as many followers as Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Don't know who Ninja is? He's an esports player. Dominate. He's a Fortnite player. He's a Fortnite player and other games. But he's an esports <laughs> star. He's on Let's ESPN. Like, if you have Instagram currency and attention now. So you got Jason Momoa to start. And then you just felt like, eh. I could do better. Where did that come from? Where did the motivation to get well, Ben come from? Well, first of all, so we have a two-day event. Yeah. So I just got Jason on Saturday. Yeah, he's a busy man. What I do bet. you do for so- Well, here's the story. So Jason is filming in Vancouver, out in the wilderness right now for yeah. his new series. The Netflix series? Yes. Yes. Which oh, one? He is out, in the, bo- on he is out in the boonies. Way he up. has to hike. 30 minutes. Yeah. There's no helicopters to take nope. him out. They, you know, big tall trees, nowhere to land. So he has to hike out yeah. 30 minutes. Then we pick him up by car. We He it will take off Friday night from Vancouver, West Co- Pacific Coast time, 1030. So that's like 1230 in the morning. He will fly for six hours. He'll sleep on the plane to come shower. And then we have him from nine to nine. He's, he's, a, he's a worker. And then... 9.45, wheels up. We're taking him back to Vancouver. And he's hiking back to locale. And he'll hike back out there. But the so real question a- is, where is he showering? <laughs> <laughs> well, every Mexican, I mean, not every, every, uh, every female fan uh, wants to know that one. We got about well, 80 people asking. Well, I, I will tell you that in our all our social media and Facebook, 98% of the respondents are women and probably... 80% of that 90 are Hispanic women that call him their baby daddy. Bobby <laughs> uh, Chulo. Bobby Chulo. He, 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 he can uh, come stay with them if he needs a place. Oh, oh, I I'm could sure lower my cost no. for this event amazingly. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, you really could. <laughs> oh, you could. There are plenty of people that would pay you to have them have Jason. <laughs> I will you. drive him to Vancouver. You don't have to cover transportation no. for this guy. <laughs> no. Room and board. You just leave him in a nice yes. house. He gets food, transportation. You'll have no shortage, Bob. Yeah. So, so how'd you get to Ben Affleck, though? Well, we, made, we made three offers. You know, um, we worked with the talent agency mm-hmm. in uh, California that mm-hmm. represents Ben Henry and Gal. Same people. Mm-hmm. I was going to be happy with any one of them. But Gal is still filming. Yeah. We couldn't get her. And Henry is on a vacation sabbatical. Mental so, health leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, the DC movies do yes. that to you. 
So, anyways, um, and we got Ben, and we started a negotiation, and and he said, if you'll do this, this, and this, and you know, he's only been one place this whole year. I know, I saw Dallas, him there in Dallas. I took a photo there in Dallas. Does he just and like Texas? I'm sorry. Does he like Texas? He likes Texas. As a matter of fact, he has a security team out of Dallas that we're bringing down here. That's you know. Uh-huh. He's going to be handling his personal it's security. Handling his personal security. Nice. So. Batman needs personal security. <laughs> you better believe it, boy. That man, just like Jason Momoa has a ton of female fans, there is no shortage of Ben Affleck. That's true. No, no, and and you know when we were looking about the marketing, who you targeted, mm-hmm. and they said. Ben's audience, women 25 to 44. Oh, he's been around Crush. for longer than, like, oh, more yeah. popular than Momoa has. Like, he's been popular oh, yeah. since he was he's, younger. He's got movies oh, for the day. Yeah. Well, he did Pearl Harbor. That was the first big breakout. Yeah, which and, is a fantastic movie. And then Armageddon. Uh-huh. Him and uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. Heartthrob yep. in that movie. I didn't think he was a heartthrob. I've never back thought in the he, day became, he was. Back in he's the MTV days, type. he was on TRL. Why is an actor on TRL? Because he drew the young crowd like that. Well, and then he's the youngest Academy Award winning writer in history at 25 years old. Him and Matt Damon with Goodwill Hunting. Hunting. So that's a nice way to start. You know, how many people start out as a writer and an actor at that young age? That took a lot of brass, them pitching that and then working across people like talent like Robin Williams. So it wasn't like they got some B-list celebrities and they pitched their movie. No. Much like PMX events, they came out the gate big and did it real big. Well, this may be for a time, but in when they launched the TV network, TNT. Mm-hmm. The do you Turner. know what? You know, when they launched that network, you know what they had? What? They had the NBA contract. They have the finals. They launched, and still, still to this day, all the, the websites Conference. for every NBA team today is done by Turner, TNT. Yeah. Hmm. Their properties. Yep. And so they really were ahead of the curve, and they said, hey, the NBA is going to be something fantastic. It's continue to grow. You know, back then you still had Larry and Magic, you know, yeah. the, the Lakers and the Celtics, and those were the big battles, and every once then in a the while. Then the bad boys of Detroit would come, or you the, bad get the boys New York Knicks doing their thing. And, you know, these things came on, and then the, then the Spurs came on. Yeah, hey, yeah. Spurs, The Admiral drafted 1988. There you go. Oh, man. But so, you know, so this thing with Ben was, you know, so we negotiated, and we talked, and and we got him. And people, again, in the industry, because they said, well, how come we don't know about it? You guys are very defensive. This is defensive. too good. Something's up. Something's up. What? what? This is, can't be real. And now it's finally going really viral and has taken off and people yeah. are accepting it. And, uh, you know, and the, and the surprising thing to everybody says is, why two Comic-Cons within two weeks? Well, you scheduling. have to take advantage it's of the, the scheduling and the opportunity. Yeah. This That won't happen next year. At least I don't think it will. I feel like it's Comic-Con it, season, though. Yeah, yeah October was Because we just came from Dallas Fan yeah. Days. Um, I kind of like it. Alamo City, and then I, I really like it. Yeah, like she says, in the fall, you got Wizard World, you got TwitchCon going on, Fan you have uh, BlizzCon, Blizzard, massive. Sounds They're doing bad. the Overwatch World Finals. And two weeks ago, you had the big Ace Comedy. Comic-Con in yeah, Chicago, Chicago Midwest. Yeah, New York City Comic-Con at the beginning of October. Yeah. It's just Comic-Con the season. The one in New York. And I think there's more than enough for everybody to go around. Oh, there's mm-hmm. over. Well, when people, some people were getting angry with me. So you look at the numbers, though. Says, you see I it. said, wait a minute. Look at what we have here. You have San Antonio DMA. 
is about 1.85 million. Million. Okay? Then you go and you take within a three, four hour period, you've got another 15 million people. Go to Houston, Dallas, Austin, the Valley. It's not that big of a deal. You, you're taking, what, three of the largest cities in the U.S., not in Texas, in the U.S., within a six-hour driving range. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now that you say that, we have people coming from El Cajon, California. Oh, I bet. From Nashville, Tennessee. Ben Affleck does two New appearances Jersey. a year, and one of them's your um, event. Yeah. You know. You're and, getting and, them from all and over. And we have, we have really cool tech. Uh, you can uh, see where the sales are coming from oh, as far as the tickets and stuff. Is oh, that yeah. the locale? Yeah, I, I love the back end of the marketing stuff. That's where I that's where I get really really nerdy going into the demos and the the B two B stuff. That's the analytics. All that is amazing. So we're pulling this up, and we'll see a map here. It's loading. It doesn't do as well on. So right now. And here's our, you'll see our map right here, and I'll show you folks. So we see we have three people on site currently shopping from San Antonio, two from Austin, one from Houston, and one unknown. And these things will continue. You'll see these. And every once in a while, you'll see a circle pop up from Nebraska, Colorado, LA, (laughs) New York. And uh, so I'll keep this open. So that's the live analytics. So those are on site right now. I love that. That's my favorite tool because it allows me to just, when I have no free time, you can just shoot out and say, hey, I see you're on my site. Is there any questions I can answer for you? And you can live Ew, chat if with someone sent me that text. I'd be like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> you it, it, every website does it. Every website does it. But every website you go to, you get a chat bubble that says, if you need assistance, click chat now. But these tools allow us to go in and say, hey, I see you're looking over this. Is there if there's any questions you need? Just feel free to ask. No different from someone in a store coming up to see you saying, hey, I see you're looking at these nice pair of shoes. We have them in different see, colors. See right there? Oh, see yeah. Somebody, Chicago. Somebody Chicago. Just somebody in Chicago, Chicago is, is looking at a celebrity fan fest. Yes. Yeah, we actually know individuals who came are coming from out of state and even from Dallas. We have some individuals who saw. We have Houston friends who want to come for Ben. Um, it's, it's a big deal. They're A-list celebrities. A-list. Top tier. So PMX events with pulling this off, because it already looks like the buzz is there. We've been reporting on it. And that's what the story was. That's how we got on your guys' radar was we did a podcast last week saying, why so much suspicion on PMX? Why is nobody reporting on it? Why is nobody sharing the shit out of it? Because you have Ben Affleck, who's made one appearance in the entire country, and now he's coming to San Antonio. Somebody hooked him for San Antonio, and nobody wants to talk about it. We went in the cosplay group that you posted in, and we were like, guys... People were commenting. They didn't even know what was going on. So but we felt... Sometimes when things come out of left field... They're, they're a little too good to be true, and people are naturally... Do you remember when an hesitant. iPod came out and they said, this little tiny thing can have a thousand songs on this? No and buttons? And you're thinking of, let's use my cassette tape or my, you know, my... Um, CD. CD. It's got 12 songs or 14 <laughs> songs. And in this little tiny little box, you're going to put a thousand songs. People were skeptical skeptical about the internet itself, saying it was a fad. Nobody's ever going to shop online. Nobody's going to put their credit card online. We put everything online now. We'll pay for convenience and time. So with the success that it looks you're going to have from PMX, what do you have as far as the 
you said you want to do another show next year, so this is not. This you're, is, you're, this it's is not a one and done. This is just the precursor, this the is, intro, your foot in the door. And it will it will send a signal to mm-hmm. everybody Step inside the, the industry, not just the fans that come, the, yeah. the, the, that want to go to, that want to have a booth. You know, you look at what a Comic Con does. It really supports a lot of artists and individual small yes. businesses. Gives them a craftsmen. I mean, you know. I went down to. I don't know. If, did you go down to Corpus Christi Comic Con? We did not make Corpus because we were at another. We went con. last year. Yeah. We went last year. Yeah, that was the first year. And matter of fact, Daniel Benavides and his mm-hmm. people who love that they're coming up to ours. We're having a meeting next week, and nice. we want to kind of work with them. But you know, I went down there, and I have a laser carved Millennium Falcon made out of solid wood that I bought down there. It was. A Hispanic kid and his dad, who were woodmakers, and they had a laser that, and they found the plans, the plans for the Millennium Falcon online, and they made this beautiful Millennium Falcon and the Starfighter, Luke Starfighter, <laughs> and they're out of solid wood. And I bought the two of these things for like two hundred twenty dollars. And everybody who sees me, I said, "Well, how much would you pay for that?" Oh, I'd give you five hundred dollars for that, hmm. you know, for just one of them. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, we everywhere we went, we collected a lot of people's names. And but getting back to the thing is that people, you have to establish credibility. Yeah, it's like a doctor who's brand new out of college. You know, doesn't have a lot of patients. People, well, does he really know the best of medicine? Who's he taking care of? He doesn't know anything. So, we wanted to establish ourselves fast. We've gone for years now to all these cons, collecting a lot of data. So. We're having this smaller boutique event that we call it. Yeah. Not this very small base off of the names and the talent that's coming no. in by any stretch to imagine. But next year, this is going to make the other big talent in California and around the country the, the, that are represented by these big firms, you know, to come in. Because some people, you know, we... Uh, it's a show and prove game. They need to know oh, that you're viable. Oh, absolutely show and prove. And, and, you know, we wanted to, you know, we talked to the people that represented... You know, Chadwick Bosman, Black Panther. I would have loved to have bring him in. Mm. But they said, you're not proven yet. So... Uh, what does that do for you personally, motivating-wise? Is that like, uh, do you take that and put it in the fire and let it stoke, Well, I first got you? that on the, the other, you know, Ben and Henry and Gal. And so we put together a big, giant resume of our other businesses and things that we've done. And they said... I guess you are proven. Because Ben wanted to know he wasn't walking into some local car. Rinky dink, yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, and here we are in a major five star resort property, yeah. and it isn't cheap to get in there. Nope. Um, and so, when we put all these things together, so it's we've got the building blocks to make a mega event next that you year. Do. And that is what we're going to do. So, And is it focused mainly in the city of San Antonio? Is this where you're looking to kind of set up, put your flagpole in and do it for San Antonio? Or is it a wizard world kind of branching out franchising cities once you're established? Um, well, I wouldn't want to use the word wizard world because <laughs> of the big operators, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as we went, I'll say this. Yes, we're going to pla- plant our flag here because... San Antonio, I don't, I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, I used to handle the marketing about 15, 18 years ago uh, for um, WWF. This is the number one market in the country 
for world, for the wrestling federation. It's huge. Okay, it's also a top three market for boxing. Massive Mexican American fan base. I was that. about to say it's they it's love massive. boxing here. Love it. And, Religion. And then you look at pop culture and you know Comic Con. So yes, this is going to be you know our center, but can we go out and go into another market because we have a lot of marketing muscle, you know because. We have a massive advertising firms. agency that spends tens, buys tens of millions of dollars in media. We have all these people helping us right now. So when people say, well, why did you launch with traditional media? It's because we got a lot of friends that want to help us. Um, and so next year, with the TV networks, that we can work with them, and they'll bring in people from the networks, from a TV side. We can do things on the movie side. Yeah. Um, and it can add a lot. I mean, you look at what's on CW, all those DC shows with, you know... The Flash, uh, the Arrow, Flash and Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. My, 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 we've probably watched... She fell in love with Arrow. Oh. We were... I forget... I think we were at... Oh, we were at... We were at um, Fanex yeah. in Salt Lake City. And we were in, in the hotel room offered free Netflix. Or it was Amazon. Anyways, and she looked, it was there, and it was Arrow. And we watched like three episodes of Arrow, and we'd never watched them. And now my wife has wa- is like in Stephen Amell's biggest fan. <laughs> yes, yes. So he's a big. He's you know. He's he, it's really interesting. You know, he's the talent. He's the agency. Yep. And he's the rep firm. He owns oh, them all. Yeah. So. He triple dips, and and he's smart too because he another one who's heavy on social campaigns. He's constantly on Facebook. Most people would think Instagram for the younger audience. He's on Facebook, pulling individuals like your wife, engaging with them online, saying, "Hey guys, just wanted to get on here, answer some questions for the fans." He's also like you said, he's all three firms. He's he's crushing it across the board. Stephen Amell's a, a true talent. Who? Okay, she's gonna fact check me. It's <laughs> okay. Stand by. I'm ready. Fans, okay. Let's ask you the question. In the Hollywood genre, who's got the most followers? Ooh. You can't Google it first. Put that you got to give your guess and then fact check. I have no idea. I If if I had to guess. In movies? Movies or only or movies, music movies. entertainment? Okay. You could take movies, entertainment, TV. Okay. You could put them all in TV. there, but this person most is in followers. movies. Okay. Tom Holland. Because everybody waits no for him way. to no. He's everybody he's, waits he's for him massive. to spoil something. He's massive. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go and say it is. It's gonna be somebody unexpected because Bob has this look in his eyes. It's like you'll no, never guess. No, no. I'm gonna say Will Smith just because of his okay. recent efforts on Instagram. You you already know that Ninja is above Will Smith. He said in the movie room. Yeah, but if Ninja can do it, Kim K can do it. Kim K's massive. That's too. why I say Tom. I say Tom Holland because everybody's waiting for him to spoil something about Avengers. Oh, he's he's everybody said, watches it. But he said he's a somebody spoiler. in movies. Yeah, that's why. What's your guess? I don't know. I'm not making a guess because I'm gonna make myself look stupid. Why? <laughs> that's a fun of guessing games. So I got Will Smith. He has Tom Holland. Who is it, Bob? And are we talking Twitter Dramatic or Instagram? Pod. I'm on Facebook. Oh, oh, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Facebook. That's, ah, and it's I would have said Stephen Amell. <laughs> that's not my answer then. 
It's that man right there. Who are you, who are you Vin Diesel. At? 98 what? million. Oh, 98 shit. 98 million. No, yeah, he's super right Vin Facebook. Diesel? He's super Facebook. He su- and he does it himself. Yeah. Everything. What? Everything. Yes. Vin, that up. makes sense. No, no, that makes a ton of sense. I didn't even know he existed anymore. Exactly. Fast and the exactly. Furious? Come but, on. Yeah, no, no, no. Not just They're that. Still making movies. He's on there. That's the thing. She <laughs> she says that, but a lot of people could say that about a lot of social media stars. But Vin Diesel's on there. Content I mean, daily. I think Barack Obama had like thirty five million. Yeah, ninety eight million is impressive for Vin. But he's been on since the early days. What early on in the Fast and the Furious franchise, he was already on Facebook pushing it. He was smart and he could see, I can go direct to the people on this platform and interact with fans and build a ravenous fan base which is what allowed him to have eight fast and the furious movies because the people kept wanting the content from him and the rock has now hacked that as well and is doing that on instagram very similar probably learned a lot of tips from vin diesel having worked together on multiple films now i think so i did my fat checking and yeah. it's right vin diesel is the number one movie Holly- movie wood hollywood guy but the number one total facebook ever this is a weird one. Cristiano Ronaldo. No, that's not weird at all. The soccer he's player. One, he's the highest paid that's, athlete that's on the That's a worldwide guy. Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm, I'm saying. Yours was the Hollywood guy. Like, you got Hollywood. Hey, have I done my research? You've, you've you done have, your research. You I would not have guessed the soccer player. And from what I've seen, he's I a great guy to have at a con. Vin Diesel. I've big. heard he's great with fan interaction. And every photo op is, like, super And then fun. this is weird because this is a singer. Yeah. Shakira. That's not weird at all. Is number two. That's not weird Shakira. at all. She's, because those she are, records in so many different languages. Exactly. Uh, She's yeah. an international powerhouse, and Cristiano Ronaldo is the top player in the most popular sport on the planet, hands down. Soccer's. I was talking about this. America what has a bias where they have every, no idea what's going on. It. It's the most popular sport on the planet. Cristiano Ronaldo, if your kid becomes a soccer player and gets picked up by the B team in Spain, he's going to be making millions. Like, th- that's the big playing field. That's why Nike and Adidas, they pour top dollar to get themselves soccer stars. Top dollar. Isn't that crazy, though, that they're, like, think about that number. Like, you just say, what did you say? It was 98, 98 million? million. 98 million. I think it's, yeah. So 98 million, think about that number. Like, there's six point what, how many billion people in the world? It's and only seven, 98 seven million people follow him, and that's the most? Yeah. Like, what are the rest of the what did the 5.8 billion <laughs> well, people in, in the world under do? You five, follow everybody over. Yeah, no. do you follow him? No, that's follow. what I'm saying. Yeah, what like, are we well, doing? Well, you where's gotta, the, you where's the rest of the us 5 billion people? In countries like China, <laughs> yeah, they restrict people to be there's on certain Facebook. Social media, there's yeah. restrictions. In North Korea. Yeah. Russia. Yeah, exactly. So. You take India, a country of billions. Right, don't even, right, right. Yeah, I'm so. just saying it makes the world seem small. But think about... Ni- so we got 336 million people. You're yeah. talking about one in Third of the 3.5 people yeah. are following Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never guessed that, Bob. That was a really good one. That was a good Wait, one. So, so I should, maybe I should have given you hints. I am Groot. I am Groot. I, doing that. I love the fact Ow. that he did the dialogue for... Every different take. They told him you can do one take and then we'll play with the audio. No, he wanted to do different groups. He wanted to do different voice inflections. Exactly. He did different inflections and there's actual lines. So he knows the dialogue so he can put the right twist on his I am Groot. So he has actual lines translated for his, which allowed him to put in a better. He also does it for every language that the movie's translated in. That's right. He records it for every language. 
So that's super dope. He because he gets Korea it. Too? I know him from Riddick. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if they get the film there. Kim Jong is a huge fan of American media, so I, I know Vin Diesel from Riddick. Well, Riddick, classic, the Chronicles yeah. of Riddick. That was a good yeah. film. Yeah. So we have good PMX. <laughs> PMX doing this huge event, and you say you want to do more here in San Antonio. Um, so you're looking to do something you said larger next year. Are you going to be a little more with vendors from San Antonio, like well, you said, and all over the local artists, comic you know, books from? As we've gone across the country, mm-hmm. and you see the best of the best. Yes. You know, there's nothing. You know, there's good local business here, but there are some great businesses around the country. And if you put to get, you know that better mousetrap, you bring it where they will come in. Mm-hmm. Um, you just see some unbelievable stuff. Denver Comic Con is fantastic. Um, we were there this summer, and you know, there's a two-year waiting list to become a vendor there. Jeez. Damn. Yeah, that's insane. Two years, and they make unbelievable amounts of money. You know, when you as we went around the country, we were we were trying to see the best of the best, not just vendors and how they did it, but you know, who had the best ticketing system, who had the best way to get in the building. Who had the RTX. best photo services? <laughs> I don't know if you went to RTX, but they have this scan system. We saw 500 people in a line waiting to get in under 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, Just Denver, scan quick. If you, Denver, you walk in. If you had your pre-ticket and you, were, you walked up and the girls that were checking you in, they had a phone, they scanned you, and they had like a carpenter's, you know, with all the nails mm-hmm. and screws. Yeah. And they pulled up and here's your badge. It was 15 seconds to be processed, whereas you go to like a Wizard World in Philadelphia and they make yeah. you stand long lines, Whoa. go to this counter, then go get in security. They did it all in one pass. So we've set up our lines. Yeah. So that here's your VIP, here's your general admission, so and there's someone there that's going to scan them and you're going to go in. Now, a lot of, you know, we say the lessons we learned in Philadelphia. It's the photo, the vendors hated it. That people are standing in line for an hour and a half to get a picture. With They're Momo. frustrated. It t- takes an the hour and out. a half. Yeah, an we waited about two and three. a half, yeah. three hours. Well, w- see, we're not into that. So we hired uh, when we went to Comic Palooza and we went to Denver, San Diego, New York, the Fan big X, ones. They all use Epic Photo. They are the they are the biggest and the best. And if you buy a four o'clock photo op, okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to see on the board, and it's going to say, you know, be there at 4.10. At 4.20, you're in. By 4.30, you're out. Wow. They have it down to a science. And, it's like uh, a Disney Fast Pass. You just show up, you yeah, do your right, thing, right, and rock right. and roll. And so, like, we have our space where we're having our photos, and, mm-hmm. and they set up the, a planogram to show, okay, here's all your lines, and here's where we're going to do it. And there's this gal... Um, I think her name is Heidi. So we saw her at uh, Comic uh, Comic Palooza, and she's coming over, and she's basically your quarterback talking to everybody. He says, okay, you're 4 o'clock. If you're 4 o'clock, Group A, you're going in at 410. Just come here at 410, and I'm letting you in. And they go in, and bada-boom, bada-bing, and they just pump them you out. out. You come out of the booth, and within five seconds, your picture is your photograph is coming out of that machine, Damn. and you pick it up, and then you come over here, and they say, would you like to have digital copies sent to you, or would you like a plastic protector? And it's all bada-boom, bada-bing. That's plastic awesome. protector. That's super fast, because, yeah, like she said, three hours in line, 
people were sweating that's, off that's, their makeup. That's, and, that's not a fan experience. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not. I'm I mean, glad well, that you I mean, it was worth me being groped by Jason Momoa. She would have stood for three days if she would have got that experience again. But no, that was super cool on your part that you accounted for fan experience. You really are trying to change the game. Because, yeah, even even in Dallas, in Austin Wizard World, like we saw the lines, and the lines were ridiculous. People were getting tired. They'd have to, like, hold my place so I can go pee and then come back, hoping that you were still good to get let in. That is awesome on your part. So it looks like you're making the upgrades. You're doing the things to bring new flavor into it. We did have a fan question I wanted to ask you. They wanted to know from a listener of ours, Tyler, was the plan to get an original Justice League reunion? Like, did you want to go that big, or you? Because you got half the Justice League. It sounded like you were trying to get Henry Cavill and Gal. Yeah, well. Henry and Gal. Yeah, we did. What, if but it was on the table, were you going to do a Justice League reunion? Well, you probably know. Maybe you know this indirectly, but you really look at a Comic Con. They don't mix universes. Yeah. They, yeah. you know, Very like rarely. Chicago. Chicago. They just ended. It was all Marvel. You had, yeah. you had Captain America. You had Loki, Tom Hiddleston, and you had mm. Scarlet Witch. You had all the three big stars, <laughs> yeah. the headliners. You can have yeah. other secondary, yes. you know, some people, never, but the top headliners are yeah. always the same universe. Mm-hmm. But I was willing to cross the streams. You know, Ghostbusters, <laughs> do not cross, cross the streams. The streams. Not, you were going to break Ghostbusters' so cardinal rule. We were, we were considering Tom Holland on Sunday. And, um, and a DC day and a Marvel day. Yes, no, that would have been a cool experience. We're probably going to make 2019 our Marvel year. Right. So now that it was going to be oh, a DC, man. yeah, but, but you got three Marvel films coming out next year. Yes, four but actually. You have, count X Men. You know, we were trying to build around Gal Gadot with they Wonder had Woman November November second or November third date that they're going to bring out in 1984. But now that that's been put off. We, you know, got to shift gears. Got to shift gears. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for a 2019 PMX Marvel. Event I don't know. I might bring in Vin Diesel around. Right. I know. What the heck? And I mean, if I can just get if you get Tom Hiddleston, she's in line. Yeah, she's, I'm in line. she's signing it. I'm buying her ticket. She is meeting Loki. If we can get Tom Hiddleston, I like. You have but our see, dollars. Loki's one of those one. No, no. Here's my challenge for you, and it's not even probably a really big challenge. Get Ian Somerhalder. It's a CW show. The way your wife is with Arrow, she is with Vampire Diaries <laughs> and that character. And I went, I went to Wizard World this year just to meet him, and, and he, he bailed. He canceled. I don't know if he bailed or if they didn't pay or what happened. Yeah, because you know the politics of that. You promise right. a celebrity, well, and if you don't deliver on your end, they're not going to show up. Some right. of the celebrities, would they? You see, we live. You talk about technology. Yeah. When they see that their sales are not selling good they don't want to go somewhere and sit there yeah. and sit there or the doors in a big crowd right and and now with the top stars the guarantee is there no matter it's a guarantee yeah right it's not in the old days and you know something that apple probably percentage of boots it's a low number and then they're going to make plus for everything they do above that mm-hmm. now the numbers are the big stars are starting very high I mean, if you think about what somebody will get for one day at a big con, mm-hmm. okay, they don't make that money if they're in filming for 90 days. What they get paid to be filming for 90 days. They can make in one day. Well, no, no, they don't make in one day, but if you think, 
they make three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in a day, and you're getting ten million dollars to make a movie. Okay, I can work less than a month of Sundays, yeah. and I'm going to make as much as I would in an Avengers movie. And, and I don't have to. I don't have to diet special. I don't have to. Yeah, I don't have to learn line. <laughs> I don't have to do right. kamikaze stunts. Right. Hours of makeup. Right. Oh, absolutely. You just, you just no, no, I don't have to hike no through the wilderness for thirty no minutes. No four a.m. call to nope. get up. Nope. And then you work until midnight. Right. Sleep, taking naps in a trailer while they reposition cameras. So. Not only that, if they are big into interacting with their fans, that's a plus because you get to meet the people. Did you factor that in when you were getting talent and looking at talent? Did you factor in fan experience there? Do these people have a reputation for being good interactors? Do they have a reputation for just standing there and taking photos? So did you did your team look at that and see how the celebrities were with well, the fans? The team primarily has been my wife Peggy and I because we've traveled all around So this the is country. Peggy's dream list. That's what we're getting. Well, is everyone <laughs> she wants to meet is the PMX. Well, she wants Stephen Amell. Oh, <laughs> I bet. So, He's amazing. But um, anyways, yeah, my um, she likes Jason Momoa because we had a good time with him. Yeah. She loved Tom Holland, you know, with that British accent over there. <laughs> um, but, you know, of course, it's always been James Bond, Daniel Craig as well. So um, Has he gone to a con? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Daniel Craig at Chris a con. Chris Pratt's never gone to a con. What? No, nope. yes, he was he in has. Seattle. Which one? He was in Seattle. Seattle. Was he? Uh, I think it was at the yeah, Emerald. Get your back Emerald. Why the hell did I not go to Seattle? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was get a, your I'm a huge Chris Pratt right. fan. He's a massive. He will fly across country. I will. Chris Pratt. Oh, I'll do. Hey, he's doing Apparently Marvel next won't. year, bro. Just put in your wish yeah. list with. There you go. <laughs> get it to Peggy. <laughs> get Peggy all up on Chris Pratt. Right. Right. Loves Chris Pratt. And she signs Okay, there we go. There you go. I will definitely. No, I would say the one person Peggy wants. Dream list. Here we go. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Who, be, yeah, who would? He's who a would? literal god. He's the god of thunder, right? He's the god of thunder, and he's charming as all heck. He's like, yeah. oh, I, you have all my dollars. Who's enough. your white elephant? Who's your, who's your yeah, like who's your white, white elephant? Like who's your, your unicorn? Who's, who's, who's your the guy that you're? If, like, if you had all the money in the world, you had every resource they wanted. Want, this guy fine. is who you or girl uh, well, is who well, you want. If I won the Mega Millions last night, the one point six, yeah, I'd bring in the entire Justice League or the top six folks from uh, from the Avengers. I mean, nice, but who's know. the one? But who's your like? Okay, this is my my like. Secret, I'm not my secret, but what's the word? Like my, this your is my dream guy. Is gonna freak out. Like, what is your fan getting? Your inner what fan do you get excited you. about? Who? Who's the guy? You, or you know who I really love? Who I really love, and I think he's because he can play that smart but sarcastic and come across as a super guy. Who is it? Is Robert Downey Jr. Is it R.D.J.? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Robert Downey Jr. It's everybody. He is. He's so witty. He can play comical. He can play yeah. a villain. He, he can do it all. He's my favorite Avenger. He's yeah, they, range. they had him at Salt Lake two years ago, I think. You, you know, he, you know, okay, buzzkill, uh, spoiler alert. We got to put this, make a sound effect. Spoiler. You know, Tony Stark is the secret to the next Avengers movie. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Because it's the end of his contract? No. <laughs> no, they... Because every he's got Avengers a connection you guys is an Iron Man. A, you guys weren't paying attention in the movie. Yes. They, oh, get, oh, they told me. you. We've we watched this. So we watched. Go back and watch the scene when they're on... Um, 
Titan. Because they have a They're connection. Mm-hmm. And he's about to kill Tony Stark. And Doctor uh-huh. Strange says, this spare his him, life. And I'll give you the stone. And I'll give you the stone. Because remember what he said? There's, There's one only way. a 1 in 14 oh, yeah. million, 100,000 yeah. oh, yeah. chances yep. that works out right. <laughs> and he's the only one that knows he's that Tony Stark is the, is the key. key. Is the key yeah. to it all. Now, we, we people do that. think it's Captain Marvel. Well, yeah. we discussed oh, it, it, that, yeah. Captain Marvel's she's got a, a role, she's no a doubt. She's a factor. No, no, yeah. she's, she's the most powerful character in the MCU. She can one-on-one stand up, fight Thanos, and be good. So she's a factor, but Tony is the orchestrator. He is yeah. the... Guy they wouldn't be introducing Marvel at this point if she wasn't a huge factor in the movie. Yeah, right. they're introducing her. Well, but you look at the history of Marvel. Mm-hmm. They always use other shows to launch their franchise. Black Panther. I mean, he was in... Before he had his movie, he had other shows. The um, animated series runs. The animated series. But Same they, thing with they the They Guardians. had him in the other Avengers. And they've always introduced people. They use the whole universe... Here's like the big tent poles yeah. and bring people in. Because look at you had before Spider Man, you know, Homecoming. You know, he was in the in the last Avengers when they were over there Civil fighting War. in the year. So was Black Panther. Yeah. 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 And so So they use those and it's very smart. Ant-Man, it's testing with an actual Ant-Man. audience. You test with the audience beforehand. Yeah. You get real life feedback and the fans tell you what they want. Then you just got a live action. You just gotta adapt it into I mean, life. You got the Justice add. League to six people. What? How many Avengers? How many stars are in there now? Like close to thirty? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was that, about thirty right? stars listed in the casting section for Infinity Paul War, Rudd. and that's that doesn't and even include even Paul in Rudd and and uh, Jeremy Renner and some of the other characters who weren't even right. part of it. So it's Deadpool. only gonna get bigger now with Captain Marvel, them acquiring exactly. Fox. Avengers, you think it's yeah. big now? Wait till Avengers versus X Men, and we can dive into that all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they buy, if they buy Sony. God help us. They'll be able to charge $25 yeah, a ticket. Yeah. I've already said it. Disney just has to name their streaming service price because I'm getting it. You just $100 a month. Well, here's my bank account number, the routing information. Take it because you get all the X-Men movies. I, if they I'm do excited. got Sony, Spider-Man, you got everything. I just want Disney to have their streaming service and me be able to access all the Disney princesses you at one you'll point. You'll get all the Disney. She's huge on Disney. I, you'll get, you huge. get the back catalog. I mean, I like, but, but not just Disney music. I'm I'm huge on animated Disney movies, mm-hmm. like like, like classic Cinderella. Beauty yeah. It doesn't even have to be classic. Like I love you're, Frozen you're, and you're, I love Moana. You're dealing. You're talking to your inner self, the yeah. little girl inside you. Oh, yeah. was, well, that's why I cosplay princesses. She's an amazing <laughs> Belle, an amazing <laughs> Moana. She does great cosplay. For Princess Ariel, you did an Ariel too. I did Ariel yeah. and Anna. She does them all. I have she three lost. versions of Belle. That's where her heart lays <laughs> in that, and he's Star Lord. You're Chris Pratt all the way. He's just the Chris. Yeah, you I know, can if, see that. If Star Lord, thank you. Star- uh-huh. Just made uh-huh. the whole day with that <laughs> one <right>? statement. <laughs> so you're building up the San Antonio. So you have the whole Star Lord outfit. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. he's an amazing. He star- even has he the has uh, a fully functional Walkman. Walkman. So are you going to sign Walkman. up for our fifty free admissions? What? Wait, what? That's right. You said you posted it's on the cosplay. cosplay of San Antonio. It says we're looking for oh, fifty yeah. people who've got great outfits that we can have. That they're going to bring come in. We're going to bring them into some of the theaters. So like when we have, I've got this. Oh man, you got it going. The there. build, yeah. the the shirt, the pants, the helmet, everything, and the music actually plays on the cassette. Yeah. He has the actual soundtrack. I've got a, a Hispanic comedian. You guys probably wouldn't know him because he works on the East Coast, and he's his name is Gary Delina. Um, he does. He's like a comedy ambassador for Princess Royal Caribbean. Anyways, 
So he, I got him to break a contract. So he's going to come in on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. He's going to do co- two comedy music shows. He sings, he t- but he's going to do a whole show on superhero comedy. And so when I have him on the stage, I want to have a whole bunch of folks behind them that are in cosplay for um, the Justice League. You came to the right place. Sir. Well, you saw the photo we gave yeah, you. Yeah, I did. We have top-tier cosplayers, like the cream of the crop. We have. We have the Batman. We have the Superman. We have an amazing Wonder Woman, a Robin. So here's Gary on an island, and he was doing a superhero comedy show. And of course, you haven't seen that type of uh, Justice League. Have you? Oh, yeah, of course not. <laughs> That's my Justice League. Oh, yeah. No. Can we? Are they available? Are they do that? <laughs> How much does it cost to take so, pictures so with them? Yeah. This is yeah. really cool that you. I just read your, your 52 day past. Yeah, admission thing, and I think that's really cool. And I, I'm a member of that cosplayer group, but sometimes yeah. I get blown up on Facebook. Not to like, yeah, <laughs> no, but just saying like sometimes I miss that kind of stuff. And you know, and because you know, I don't have an ego about what I'm doing, right? You know, Which I was, is huge. I was the oldest of eight huge. kids. Yeah, grew up in the '60s, the Vietnam War, hungry. There was times, you know, my parents were both laid off from factories. It was terrible times. And, you know, those times, the only thing we had for dinner was popcorn. Right. I uh, grew up on... I didn't have a, a real steak until I was 17 years old. That's I insane. thought hamburger was... You know, my mother made chopsticks. But anyways, um, I totally lost where I was going with that because you confused I, me. Oh, I confused you. You confused me. With took, what? We were talking you about the opportunities. Of, I think you yeah. were getting to the point that you're giving back right. to, the, to the cosplayers and the community. Yeah. yeah. Is you have no well, ego about what you do. Well... You bring in and give people opportunities. And so I put this thing out there. I joined the group at Cosplayers, and I uh-huh. said, listen, the first 50, send me your information. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I gave up my personal email address. I said, uh-huh. you, would you I'm like sure to says, I put in there, it says, you email me, bob.wills at pmxevents.com. Send me a photo. Send me your contact information. And I'm going to give 52-day passes to people who are going to be able to VIP passes to come out and be there. And I want to have a cross-section. You know, you showed me the picture. I'd love to have... Let him finish. You know, I just whole, the I, they're di- folks are distracting me. With, <laughs> Everybody's with, pitching you live right now. They're right, pitching yes, you their superheroes. Yes. You're about yes. to see her back well, grow in a I second. Def- I definitely have to have Star-Lord here. Yes, his Star-Lord's uh, phenomenal. So, Anyways. So you're going to have, like so you said, we're gonna, the, the cosplayers behind. You, and you don't want yes. just DC. That's what you were no, going No, no, ju- yeah. I don't want just DC. Right. No. I had, matter of fact, I had, there's some guys in town that do um, Mario and Luigi from, uh, you know, Donkey Kong and all that. That's and, awesome. Yeah, they were, they were, they, were, they get some, they, they get a really good looking outfit. I'll, I'll show you that picture. But yeah, I want to bring in a lot of different people and want to make it fun and entertaining. And as we do all the shows, you know, like I said, Jason's coming up on stage five times. He's doing five presentations where we're going to show the latest trailer. He's going to talk about the movie and five times. And so we seat a thousand people. Yeah. In the theater. (coughs) Where does press sit? Just curious. Just wondering where press is going to (laughs) work. No, I'm the same way. No ego. I'm in the back. I'm holding, I'm sweeping the floors if you need me to, because I'm always a give value kind of guy to always give, which is why, I didn't. I didn't expect anything when I tagged you guys on Facebook and was like, "How come no one's talking about Ben coming to San Antonio, guys? This is huge." I read that for I us. Read that. That's like, why we connected. I was like, "Give him some motherfucking credit because whoever this, I didn't know of you. Whoever this is, is doing something huge for us." 
we just wanted to show love always give love first and it'll reciprocate that's why you're here that's why we were able to connect so well, i'm excited that. that you're in the driver's seat that you don't have an ego you're looking to give the best experience because we, we're both businessmen at the end of the day we know that's the way to get not just get the customers but keep them you don't just win in the now you win the end it's game. in the future you you have to, you know every business i've started usually lost money in the first couple of years because you have to get well I, I tell people this i went to a junior college in boston it doesn't even exist today <laughs> but i also tell people i went to harvard I went there for two weeks. <laughs> I went to no. I didn't get thrown out. You see the lava. Oh, you got in, but they kicked you out. No, I went to a management training class, and I can only remember two words of everything they told us in two weeks. Two words. Now leave it to Harvard to say something you've heard all your life, which is learn from your mistakes. Harvard's says it: fail faster. Pay attention to what you have done That's and adjust. And I th and I when I heard that and I look back at all the businesses we've started and the things we've done as to what it took. I mean, are we are we going to fail at this comic con? Will we do everything right? We're not going to fail. No, not. No, but you already succeeded. <laughs> not with a talent list. You already yet. won. But you know, will there be some you know, customer service issue yeah. hiccup? That stuff's going to happen. But we're kind of preparing ourselves with everything that we can do. I know we're going to lose a boatload of money. Yep. But we will fail faster, but it's really an education and learning. And you see what people like, how yep. they react to certain things. You know, like this like this theater. You know, so we have this thousand-seat theater. You think of Hall H at San Diego. I yeah. mean, you know, you go out there it's and they, massive. they built structure. And they only seat like 2,500 people in there. But people stand in line on Thursday for a Saturday show. Yep. That they yep. built permanent structures out. outside that convention center for yep. that single purpose. If it's raining or to get people out of the sun from heat stroke, and they stand in line for that long period. So, how can we do this? How can we get them in and out? How can we put on different shows? So, you know, you look at Saturday. You're going to have Jason's going to come out and do five shows. We're going to have a Stargate Atlantis reunion. That was cool. You know, we're going to have iZombie. Um, folks on there, Gary Delane is going to do two superhero comedy routines. So people are going to be entertained. I went to the Star Trek convention, you know, in Vegas, the, the Creation Entertainment puts out. That's the big one yeah. every year. So that's the official Star Trek convention. And the ballroom and the seating there must have set like 8,000 people. Wow. Just massive. Massive. And on Saturday, my wife and I are, we have a um, 145 bridge photo with Shatner. They've got the the set from the Star Trek Enterprise there. The whole the set, and I have that picture in here. I can show you. So we we're in the ballroom, and I said, okay, I don't want to be in the long line. I want to get in and out fast with him. So I'm gonna go down there, and I'm gonna get in line. So I get down there and get in line about you know 120, and she comes down about you know 135 and all the guys in line their phones are blowing up yeah they're they got all the tweets and everything alerts and patrick stewart has shatner's on stage and patrick stewart walked out and they saw that and he said 
he's coming back as Jean-Luc Picard in the new series. You were there announced. for the announcement? Yes. Well, no, no, no. I was in line. Peggy just joined me, and then they make this announcement, and my wife turned into the Flash. That's she her just, favorite person in the Star Trek universe, oh, John Luke Picard. Yeah. She she left my ass there. She was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and consequent, consequently, the one forty five didn't start on time because yeah, and, Patrick Stewart caused the ruckus and oh, tore the whole show I mean, down. You just you couldn't believe the the chaos. And that's an amazing you know, the start. That show is they sell one thousand premium passes, where you can sit in the front in this massive area and you get fast track and everything it's $800 for that pass dang they're sold out one week after the show ends every year you can't buy it goodness and it's a phenomenal show it doesn't cost much to go in other than the priority seating yeah you know but they have everybody if you're into Star Trek they have everybody from Star Trek there they have sets they have you know all the great showroom you know they had the entire cast from Next Generation there. They put on an $800 ticket show. Yeah. Well, it's not $800 for the regular person. It's yeah. only like $45, $55 to get in on a single day. That's Two day, I think, was like $80, $90. But, you know, but you could go, you could get everybody on the cast, with exception of Jean-Luc Picard, was there from Next Generation. Yeah. You had you had Nichelle Nichols there, and you know, um, and Sulu was there, and uh, so it was an interesting. It's an interesting thing to see how these different shows operate, and by going around everywhere, you know, I, I was taught in my, you know, before I was an ad guy, I was in the restaurant industry for a long time, and we called it best practices. Mm-hmm. Which business did things the best way? You know, so if you take a little bit from this one, a little bit, you know, now we just call that collaboration. Yeah. But it is the best practices of who does things right. And that's what you did. You win in these cons. You siphoned off what was good, dumped the trash, and now PMX Events is coming out. That's amazing, man. I'm excited that you Well, I'd like to in. say we didn't buy any trash. We know what not to do. Yeah. You learn from other people's mistakes, which is a very smart move. If you could save yourself the, the trip, like... I just have, like, a fun to. fact question. You've been to so many cons. What's been your best or favorite con experience? And not coming from a business standpoint. Just coming from a fan. a fan standpoint. From a little man like us standpoint. Well, I will tell you, um, I think the um, most exciting con, you know, there's, first of all, there's the, like, the royalty of San Diego. Obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't compare that. You, you got to, they're like an offshoot. You got to put them aside. Right. You Lightning take in all the bottle, other com, Michael Jordan. Yeah. And, and I would say it's San Diego. It's Salt Lake City Fan X. Yeah. So that's why they Salt Lake City's pretty Those nice. guys came from there and they're the ones that started Epic and Grotix and they, they put systems together. But the facility is phenomenal. How it's much nice they have there. And I mean, they get PlayStation brings a gigantic trailer into the thing and so the new games that aren't out they let you go in and you play these things mm. you, you just see the big stuff that they have um in in utah and i know we're gonna say well it's utah uh but she actually lived in utah for a short yeah. while but it's um and it was funny about utah is there is no comic-con on sunday no thursday friday saturday that's it wow that's crazy i didn't, I didn't know that yeah, mormons, mormons don't do yeah. things on sundays no 
no, you, know, you got to get be in church. Yeah. Um, but and with your um, wives. they just had yes. the the best of all the stuff, and they got their. You know, they got their guy, shit together. They got their okay. You can say that. <laughs> I can. You can too no, on no this FCC, podcast. No FCC, no FCC, Bob. Don't worry. <laughs> I know, podcast, but people say, say that a CEO shouldn't talk like that. You know, man, Bob. <laughs> that's why I'm I putting love on a family show. show here. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah putting no. on a family show. Yeah, that's but, why we were surprised you were going to come on. I was like, did somebody check before they sent Bob the invite <laughs> to get here? I hope what somebody. Ryan, I hope she listens. I hope somebody yes. listened and was like, yes. yeah, Bob, it's no, good. No, we good. listened. We listened. We listened. <laughs> we knew there were some colorful metaphors, as yes. Spock would say. Yeah, yeah. colorful metaphors. Sometimes. Yes. I love, you really are, man, a Trekkie, the Spock reference. Hit well, that was it. in uh, The Voyage Home, Star Trek yeah. IV. You know, yeah. they were in San Francisco, and they were riding the bus, and, uh, and uh, Spock says to Kirk, he says, Captain, I've noticed that since we've come here that you know, you're using all these um, colorful metaphors. <laughs> uh, double dumb down asshole. You know, he's he, yeah. he says, well, that's how they talked in the 80s. In the story, <laughs> you <know? laughs> you got to explain things to Spock. So funny. Now my question, what is your fandom? Because you have the Star Trek, you have your Star Wars, you have your Marvel, your DC, your Supernatural, your Arrowverse. What is your fandom? Which one do you... I'm sure you're a fan of all, but what is your... What got you started? Your kingpin. What is your oh, kingpin God, fandom? You're gonna make what me, is your... You're going to choose. Sweater. It's like oh, choosing it's a very, baby. Very like choosing your favorite child. Yeah, choose <laughs> your favorite child, Bob. <laughs> well, hey, everyone has from a one. family of eight kids, it's easy to separate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have some for sure that aren't the favorites. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Of course, I was the first, and so I know I was the favorite. Of course. Obviously. my parents, but... Clearly. Um, I don't, you know, that's that's so hard to say because, you know, at certain times in my life, I would say that, you know, it was Star Trek, and then I maybe went away from Star Trek, and then when they came out with the new Star Trek with this cast, because the new Star Trek cast is phenomenal. Oh, different. It's a shame. It's a shame we lost that young man mm-hmm. um, from that cast, but you know, Check perfect off. Spock. You know, perfect doctor. Carl Urban is unbelievable. Kirk. Chris Pine is unbelievable. Kirk, Kirk is. You know, we've got Hemsworth as Kirk's dad. Yeah. Yes. Spock. Yeah. George. George Kirk. Yeah. That's it. George Kirk. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Because if you think old man dad, you think Chris Hemsworth. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, is that's right. Star Trek. Then what years would be? I, I, I have to say now it, it's Avengers. It's you know it's it, Marvel. It's it, it's it's hard. I mean, there's just. So, it's there's so many stars in it yeah. that and th- and it's not like there's you know if you looked at the original Star Trek series there was Spock and Kirk here and then on the second tier there was Sulu and Chekhov and you know maybe Doctor was maybe just a step down but you know DeForest Kelly but God there's so many top tier people yeah. I mean if I asked you who is the best or the top tier person. In the Avengers, and I mean, you, man, maybe it's easy. People might say it's Robert Downey Jr. because he started but it. But you could argue Thor now with the success of Thor yeah. Ragnarok, and he looks like that's where the franchise is going. Yeah, it might coming pivot. from a fandom perspective, it could yeah. be anybody. Yeah. Like well, you're gonna say the Guardians, Star-Lord. like that, even though that's he's the guy. stupidest character in the uh, whole entire well, series. Uh, he's only fifty percent <laughs> stupid. Okay? Does, does money matter? No, I don't no. think so. In the Results. equation of the fandom, who's your biggest? Yeah. No. But no. I'll give you a fact. In the history of the domestic box office in the mm-hmm. United States, 
there's only three movies that in the U.S. movie market did over $700 million. Avatar, Ugh. Titanic. You know what the third one is? Avengers. Lord of the Rings. The Passion. Black Panther. What? That's right. That's right. It's Black Panther. Was Dang. Top That's three. For, wow. That's and for you look at his first movie, yeah. he did what, like $1.55 billion? Yeah. What other movie did 1.55? No, first not, outing. None of them even did a billion. First yeah. outing. In February. Not in the in summer bo- box office That's season. Right. Marvel was like, we're not sure. Let's test it out. And fans showed up in droves. They had an amazing villain, an awesome story, visually stunning. Visually stunning. They wrote the on rhinos. What? In, in Black, Panther. Black Panther? Yeah. Did they? They did. they did in the big battle scene where they're going to take. That was all. Everything about it was awesome. It was epic. It had amazing like- fight sequences, too. The hand to hand combat, tribal fight sequences. That was dope. That was probably. That got close to Winter Soldier as my favorite Marvel movie. It got it cracked my top five. Easy. Yeah, Winter Soldier was. Uh, it's a spy it's, movie. It's, it's an old hard, school spy movie. Suspense. To beat Winter Soldier. It was so good. The it, you know, you Brothers. see all these lists of the best Marvel movies, and you know the Winter Soldier is always up there, one, two, and three. It was yeah. up there up until Infinity War for me. It was still the best, yeah. and then Infinity War came out, and I was like, it was it was the perfect film. They had us all. I bought. Uh, we went to the draft house and we bought a theater for our gym members and their families. We bought 130 seats, and we just told them we just want to give back. Here's the experience. We're gonna watch it together, guys. And all of us were in the theater in just jaw drop. The movie end. The credits rolled, and I was in tears. My son was in tears, but everybody He's always was like, in tears. I cry in every movie, but this one I was justified. That Spider-Man death scene tore me in half. I'm a father. That tore me in half. But we know he's not dead. Exactly. Yeah, he's got another movie. And, and we have all this knowledge watching these films, but that didn't See, stop I'll, the I'll, silence of the crowd and the. <gasps> I cried when, when he snapped. Died. See, there's an old share <laughs> song. An old share song. If this was, if the next Avengers, Infinity Wars two, if it was Guardians of the Galaxy, and where they play all this old nostalgic all the old music, school songs. What would be the old school song they play for? If I could turn, turn back time. time. Yeah. Yeah. God, you read my mind. Dude, I had to. Man. Oh, I was Boy. thinking Dust in the Wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Star Lord messed everything up. Yeah, you can it was shut up. <laughs> so, back to PMX events. You got the first year out. You have more planned for San Antonio. You're looking to incorporate just the communities of the best vendors from across the country. So you're really looking to make a spotlight event. We thank you for that. We yeah. thank you for everything you've done. The time you've taken out, being humble enough to come on our podcast. Yeah. We don't want to take that much more of your time because we've already taken over an hour and 30 minutes of your time. I know I said it was going to be quick. I do apologize. I, I told you it wasn't going to be quick. I know it. <laughs> yeah, there were there Leave it to mom to tell the truth. That's right. The what? You guys, said, when you were young, you lied to your oh, yeah, parents. She, you say, oh, I'll oh, be yeah. home at oh, 10. You'll be, you'll be fine. We'll be back, 1 o'clock in the morning. She's... Well, you mm-hmm. remember the days. We, mm-hmm. we were missing a streetlight. You remember back in the day. You stayed out until the streetlights came on. And when they came on, you better get your butt home. Because that, that's how we... On the farm, street, we had no streetlights. Street lights okay. okay. You heard the cowbell. If the streetlights went off where they turned them off for power saving in a small town, then you knew you were really in trouble. You didn't yeah, need right. Watch. You didn't need to watch. The streetlights were off. Yep. Oh, man. that Then, that, that's y'all too. Small town. I was in the inner city. I was in the hood. We played basketball until the lights went on, and when the lights cut on, it was like, 
I stayed out uh, until midnight, the cornfields got scary. Midnight basketball league, exactly, man. We oh, after dark games for days. No, man. I couldn't stay out after dark because I was a, there was cornfields all around. I got my house was surrounded by corn, hey, and that shit is the scariest movie. thing. Just, no, it's really scary. <laughs> horror movies have ruined cornfields for people. We do not you can't go in, the in corn. one without thinking spooky. <laughs> something's gonna get me. An alien. Or That's what made corn mazes so much fun. Oh is they're terrifying. <laughs> That's right. I you, hated uh, corn. Did you, I, I did you see corn. Ted two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Remember the scene where they crash the car in the barn and they go out and they look over into the field <laughs> and it looks like big cornfields first, but it's, it's all pot plants. Right? Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> yes. the only thing that was missing in that movie and Seth MacFarlane is a fabulous writer. Is they yeah. didn't have Willie Nelson there. Yeah. That would have been funny. <laughs> Willie that would have been tune. classic. So, <laughs> hey boys. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, you being a Seth MacFarlane fan and a Star Trek fan, did you ever watch Orville? Yes. How'd you like it? I like it. I heard a lot of people that were Trekkie fans hated it. I thought it was funny. I, I think it's funny because, but if you, you, I had an appreciation for Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. yeah. You know, c- comedians. That's why I'm having this comedian come in and doing this, you know, superhero comedy. Comedians see things that we don't see. They're masters of crowd control. (laughs) They're masters. Well, but that they see things, you know, I remember Robin Williams say, you know, why do we call it a driveway when it's a parkway? And why do we call it a drive, a parkway when it's, we drive on it? um, Little things that we don't really pay attention uh, to. I'm sorry, George Carlin said, it was George Carlin. Oh, I love Carlin. George Carlin said, um, says, why do you call it a hot water heater when it's a cold water heater? Right. We don't heat hot water. Right. Right. You know. I love cold everything water. to do with Carlin. Carlin is by far my favorite comedian. Who was your favorite stand-up comedian before we go? That's a, We've never asked that question on this podcast. You guys are going to make fun of me. Every time you guys ask me who my favorite something is, y'all make fun of me. Leapfrog to him then. <laughs> You'll answer a question. Oh gosh, I don't know. You don't have a favorite stand-up? Brian Regan's pretty funny. Who? Brian Regan. He's Brian. very good. He's very uh, good. If you're ever in Vegas, and I've been to comedy clubs all across America, mm-hmm. the best comedy club in America, and you go there when he's there, is Brad Garrett's comedy club. Yeah, he's also funny. He is effing. He will bring tears to your eye. Your cheeks will hurt. And he <laughs> says things in just the most amazing manner. And he, he gets the crowd out in the front and... It's just unbelievable. Uh, you said good in crowd control. There was some guy that tried to make some remark way in the back of the room, and he said, hey, you cheap son of a bitch, if you pet spent $10 more so you could sit up here with the rest of the civilized people, you know, so I'm not going to listen to you. Right. Shut up. Right. fuck up. You didn't pay enough to have an opinion. Yeah. You stood yeah. back there. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But his show is pretty, his, his show is pretty phenomenal. I had the the luxury of sitting at a fundraiser with him at his table. Oh. Let's see, we had the CEO of the MGM Grand, we had Brad Garrett, and we had Wolfgang Puck. How was that? That is... Oh, so. the chef? <laughs> That's an yeah. interesting crowd to be just chilling yeah. with. Yeah, was All a, you needed was Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Andre Pacelli sang for everybody. Steven Tyler um, Andre sang. Andre Pacelli is amazing. Yes. Uh, the, the cast was unbelievable that performed that night. But uh, Brad Garrett, is he has this... He was talking all about, you know, we saw him, you know, several years, months ago when he was talking about all the, the Me Too movement, and he said, <laughs> and, he's, and he goes into this whole thing, and he's got everybody, 
like he's ripping their hearts apart. He says, "What has happened with Bill Cosby and Weinstein and all this?" He says, "It just it it gets me so torn up." Mm. And says, "He says, I have a confession to make, and this really hurts." He says, "But when I was on Everyone Loves Raymond." Ray Romano fingered me once. <laughs> oh, I bet the crowd lost their shit. They lost their shit. And so he says, he says, yeah, but really, he says, I'm a tall Jew with a little, you know what? And he said, um, I'll take what I'm, I can I'm, get. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start a movement, and it's going to be hashtag why not me <laughs> <laughs> for all the little guys out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag why not me? Why yes. not me? I, I'm gonna have to check out his comedy now. He, he, if you're out to Vegas, it's it, he's got this comedy club out there, Brad Garrett's comedy club. I it's, need to. I've been in New York, Love Chicago. Vegas. He brings unbelievable talent from Chicago, and you see it, and you just it's the best. Con- I bring clients out there, and they just said this is the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. I'm I'm a huge fan of Vegas as a city. I need to go there next. Definitely. That's going to be my spot, and I'm going to tag you in it. When I take the selfie, Bob Wills recommended. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, I am headed to Vegas tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, so tomorrow. I'm headed to Vegas tomorrow morning at, on the 1040, going to Vegas. Mm. And I'm hoping, I'm meeting with somebody at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Oh, and I'm hoping man. we're going to be able to make another announcement. Oh, Bob. man. Bob, Bob. I want to get this. I we, end the podcast. I want to hear who it is. <laughs> you, it would be really, it would really surprise you. But if I end tell the, you when the podcast is over, yeah. you can't reveal it. Oh no, we're good. Oh, we're good. We have a lot of secrets. We're good. I mean, so, we might oh, have we to have send a you lot away. Of secrets actually, because you're going to be holds like, more so. secrets than. So I'm bringing. I have a lot I'm of secrets. <laughs> I'm bringing a contract and a lot of cash, and I'm hoping to get this person. But that means it's big. So when this drops tomorrow, guys, just know that Bob is doing work. As you're listening to this, Bob is trying to bring San Antonio just ridiculous levels of talent. So we so, owe you yeah. a lot of love, Bob. Oh. We're going to do our best. To that was another word. question, though. Was is this all we're announcing, or is there more people to come? Well, now yeah, we know. That was my but wife's. Now, now we know. My wife's. Now we know. If this. If he, if this person, this gentleman says no, with the man, then what we have is it. Okay. If he says yes, then it will get announced Monday in a big way. So there's a chance of one more person to come. There's a chance of one more person to come. Okay. And that that person will be there on Sunday. Okay. Okay. As soon as you announce it Monday, we'll be reporting on it. We'll share it. We'll put it. We'll post it. We'll put the dollars. We'll do a little podcast on it. Yeah, we'll do a little podcast on it. Special Monday. Because we'll we're going to be together on Monday. We're going to be back around on oh, Monday. I'll be Robin. Well, if he tells us, we can even record it Sunday. So if live they go, we just put it up on We could do that. As they yep. launch. That's so. awesome, Bob. Yes, I'll, do, I'll do it as back. Any way we can creatively help. We can do it as back and Robin. So we thank can, you we can so do much it as Batman and Robin. Yeah, the biggest thing, you know, your whole community. They want to know that this is real. Yeah. It's happening. You know, the private jets have been ordered for these guys. The security details are are set up for these guys yeah. they're coming yeah but one more thing i wanted to thank you for the price point because we have love alamo city they've been bringing talent like you said they're one of the biggest cons love them to death the price points sometimes are a bit much for for the talent that they're bringing yeah i, I love me some arnold schwarzenegger right. thank you for saying that but i go to the, <laughs> i'm a i go to the arnold fitness expo i can meet him for forty dollars because he walks around his own con yep or I can pay the VIP for the Arnold Expo is $200. $200 for a guaranteed 
meet with Arnold and all of the fitness competitors. Hashtag so. not Arnold's first con. Yeah, that's another thing. That bugs it's me. Arnold's first con bugs when it wasn't. Me. False publicity. So, yeah, just, just trying to do false things. So there's some shadiness there. But yeah, I want to thank you so much for bringing somebody like Ben Affleck and Jason Momoa and not going, you know what, $1,000 photo ops. Right. When yeah. you could have, because the culture and the community is there, and the people well, want to see these individuals. You know, people say, you know, and we're ending up here. Said, "Well, don't you have any promo codes?" I said, "Wait a minute." They asked you. People have asked for promo codes. Wow. They said the tickets are price expensive, and, and some of the other people have said, and I don't know if it was on yours or David's. They're talking about says, "Are you kidding me?" Says, "You're getting Ben Affleck's photo for two fifty when mm-hmm. it's." Three hundred, four hundred dollars, you know, like in Dallas, and then for nineteen dollars more, you get two admissions. For two sixty nine, you get the photo and two admissions. For Jason Momoa, you know, you can get a um, for one hundred and seventy nine dollars, you get two sixty dollar admissions, and you get the photo with him. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you were thinking value first. The the thing that we did that people are really loving is. We created the half-day admission. Yes, we talked about that. Uh, we talked about that because that was huge. Some people cool. get out of work. Yep. Well, they come in, or we went to Dallas, staying, and we're staying open till nine o'clock on Saturday. Well, so we right. went to Dallas. We went to Dallas. We got and we didn't get out of bed till like twelve o'clock. And we're like, oh, we have the whole con. We have still to go to. Yeah. Like, so, and then but, they're over. Then they stop at seven o'clock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then so we're, we're going to nine. Jason is working to nine. Jeez. He is working till nine o'clock at night and That's wheels amazing. up at the airport at nine forty-five. That's awesome. He is just. We're, we've got the we've got the San Antonio police giving him a private know, escort. Private Ooh. escort. That is awesome. I know that's because SAPD. stalker women. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let stalker women. I want to do a, li- a ride along. <laughs> she just wants to make sure he's safe. By yeah, yeah. yeah. she's safe. She's 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 trained. She's She'll trained. make sure he's well taken care of. Yeah, I'm a mental <laughs> health professional. I'm she there for his mental health. Professional. She needs to make sure he's in the zone. Right. And if he needs someone to talk to, she has a couch. Like, I'm a, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's a black. I'll bring my so animals yes. for animal assisted therapy. He likes that kind of stuff. He does love animals. It's so, are you couch. on Instagram, Bob, or are you only on Facebook? Me, I do Facebook. Mm-hmm. Our social media team, Ryan yeah. and Clarissa, Gabby and Connor, they're doing every, They're doing all three. Sweet. So, so okay. do you have PMX's Instagram handle? That's usually what we do to end the show. We let you, whatever media outlets you want to plug, plug yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know it. Um, but if you go oh, to PMX events, you have a lot of go stuff, to PMX dot com mm-hmm. and you scroll down you'll see all three stream social streams that it says facebook instagram and snapchat yeah so, so they're all there pmx.com pmx events.com that's where you can buy that's everything for the show but yeah. if you scroll down the page you'll come to the feed with all the uh, with all the social media huge shout out to ryan for right, I got listening it. and the giving handle? us love yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. it's handle? celeb fan fest all one word at Celeb Fan Fest on Instagram. Be sure to follow this yep. event, this group. Bob, follow these guys because they're really bringing something special to San Antonio. You are really a, a down-to-earth guy to be doing such a small podcast and just showing love to the community and cosplayers in general with the 50 free tickets to cosplayers. Like yeah. Those are 50 two-day VIP tickets. Right. We're going to get them, though. Yeah, we are. I'm There's only 48 left now. 50 great cosplayers. I have the top tier, Bob. You don't and even have to. I got okay, 50 well, top tier Okay, well, I'm going to ask 40. you. So, <laughs> y- 
I'm going to give you a, an executive producer position, okay? I can do that. Would you like that? I can okay. do that. So on Saturday and Sunday, Gary Delina is going to do his superhero comedy. Mm-hmm. we got a 40-foot wide stage. Mm-hmm. I would like to put a backdrop behind him of great Amazing DC cosplayers. cosplayers. Okay. We need to show them. We already show him him the from yeah. last night. Oh, the pictures. Well, we, you saw that was just our friends who were oh, available on a um, Wednesday night to Trey, show up. Trey released them here. while we're so, yeah. Oh, he released all the photos? Look at this. We had a photographer that's, that's go photographer through. That was just us last night playing was, around yeah, San Antonio. We were in, in an alleyway. We literally just said, let's go find an alley and let's rock this. Look thing. at that penguin. Yeah, that, look, that, look that, at that, that penguin. looks like you were in Gotham City. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah. What a great that's, that's Can you the, text that to me? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. I can have every one of those individuals behind there. the stage along with 40 plus more. Yep. Definitely. I'll reach out to the talent and the people. We'll get you the best DC yeah. cast, and is it just DC or you want everybody? Because I can. Well, get- I want. I, yeah, I definitely want Marvel people, with it, but yes. I want to have because I have to be true to the universe that is treating us so good, which is DC. With you know, we've got Batman, Cyborg, yeah. and Aquaman, and especially with the big movie coming out in six weeks after five and a half weeks after yeah. event, we want to keep it to that theme. We yeah. want to make sure that the studios are happy. We want to show them something and. Gary, so I showed you the picture of what he yeah. had. Oh, I think <laughs> his, his, we have some of those too. We, have we, we can make too. that happen. Look at this yes. face. <laughs> yes. Look at this face. So mm. we will have we you guys up on girl. stage when we have. Um, we got my wife with that. We got a 40 to 42 foot wide stage, but two giant screens on both sides. Everything will be live fed and Dude, we'll be this is it. probably the first con I've been not con, but first event that I've been like pumped for a Super while. Pumped. You done did it. You done, John you done did it. And it's not even much. because Momo is there. It's not even because of that. It's because of what you're doing for the What you're doing right now, like that's super dope. Getting me excited. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm gonna deliver, Bob. You're gonna see yeah. that I'm I'm definitely a workhorse, much like yourself. Super humble, willing yeah. to do anything from well, sweeping the popcorn to Closing down the venue. Well, there's a lot of expensive people that work at the <laughs> right. JW oh, Marriott. Yeah. They'll yeah. make sure we keep yeah, the place. Yeah, venue's not too shabby. No, no. no. <laughs> he so also loves to talk about how humble he is. He loves oh, yeah. to. I am. If you were to rate my humility on Here a chart go. of yep. all time, Here we go. it would be Here towards we go. the top. It's Here we just, go. <laughs> it's my little oxymoronic spiel. The most humble person you've ever met. Trust it's me, not. hands down. No. My humility is off the charts. Mm-hmm. So, where do we find you on Instagram, Michael? As always, writer's block cosplay. Lindsay. Messy Mermaid underscore. You can find me at Juan's Alter Ego and the podcast at Con Culture Podcast. Celebrity Fan Fest. If you don't go to this show, you're a loser. You, you fucking suck as a human. <laughs> Bob didn't say it. That was. And good. y'all need to get ready for some <laughs> badass pictures the getting dropped tonight. In San Antonio. That's why I'm on good terms with all of you. Yeah. I love you all. Definitely going to be reaching out to the top tier. I love you all. Thank you. Guys, bye. We're off. We're done. Bye. 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 Podcast finished. Thank you.